Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are certainly having a terrific start to your Tuesday. It's glad, great to be back with you once again. The Braves celebrating an off day after an impressive series win. We'll get into that plus a few more fun aspects of the weekend in just a moment. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power podcast, and the Road to Atlanta podcast, all of which have new episodes out to enjoy free on all podcast platforms. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you enjoy listening. Also can be found at BatteryPower.com as well as at BatteryPowerSBN across all forms of social media. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves... Here's the latest from Atlanta. So certainly a very, very fun weekend for the Braves. Their second series win of the season. Now that's hard to believe looking at the fact that the Braves have now completed 30 games so far this season. And yes, there's been a couple of four-game series that the Braves has split, but it is true. This is only this over the weekend against the Brewers. It was only the second time the Braves actually won a series outright so far this year. And it was great to see, great to see Max Reed, who's pitching you know, better than almost any other pitcher in the majors at the moment. Obviously, Charlie Morton backing that up with his best performance of the year. And the Braves offense also coming to life as well. We'll discuss the secret to that success here in just a moment. But one of the other really fun things that is emerging is that when you compare 2021 to 2022. Listen, it's hard to find many things that are better this year so far than were last year, obviously, at least with how last year ended. But of course, having a healthy Ronald Acuna Jr. back certainly is one thing that certainly helps. But another narrative that's really fun to see for the Braves this season after going through some of the struggles that they had last season was the Braves once again having one of the best catching cores in the major leagues. That's correct. It's been a lot of it's been due to Travis Darno, him having a bounce back season so far after being injured for much of 2021. But also Will, William Contreras stepping up and standing out at the plate, subbing in for the injured Manny Pena so far. He has shown his power potential so far this season. And overall, that has allowed the Braves to have one of the best catching duos in the majors on this young season. And that was something that was going to be very interesting to see coming in to 2022. The Braves extending Darno last August before anybody could have imagined that the Braves would, you know, ride their success late in the summer to a World Series title. But the Braves extended Darno 
last August for two more years. They then signed Manny Pena this offseason before the lockout, despite the fact that they had two very intriguing catching prospects in both Shea Langoliers as well as William Contreras. So going into 2022, it certainly felt as if the Braves were going to potentially tap into their depth at catcher, especially with now having two veteran catchers signed for multiple years. You could have seen both Contreras or Langoliers potentially become a trade asset. And of course, the rest is history, as Langoliers was obviously part of the package that brought Matt Olson to Atlanta for the long term. But now with Contreras clearly likely, at least at this point in time, with his defense hopefully continuing to improve, likely being the catcher of the future for the Braves, he's contributing right now. And it's allowed for the Braves catching duo to be one of the best in the majors. Obviously, it's been impressive to see how well they've improved throwing runners out from behind the plate, but it's the offense that really stands out as being the true value of the duo of Darno and Contreras so far this year, as the duo together has allowed for the Braves to be one of the top five offensive, offensive catching units in the majors so far this year. And if you've been a Braves fan for a while, if you've been a Braves fan for three decades, going from Javi Lopez to Brian McCann to some definitely some underrated combinations at the latter part of last decade, you've come to realize that the Braves have always put value in having one of the best catching situations in the majors, and it's great to see that the depth that they had built over the past couple years at the position entering 2022 not only helped them be able to find a long-term solution to replace Freddie Freeman, but you also have a catching duo of Travis Darno producing in the present as one of the best catchers in the majors so far this year, and we're starting to catch a glimpse of just how lucky we might be for William Contreras to eventually be our catcher of the future. But it's not just those two that have done an outstanding job as of late, really trying to find, as the Braves have tried to find offensive sources to support Austin Riley and others at the top of the order. Let's also continue to talk about, because they should continue to be talked about, the bottom of the Braves' order. Now, I know that I've talked a bit about it over the past few weeks, but the Braves' bottom of the order, legitimately, over the past two weeks, at least entering yesterday, over the past two weeks, the combined production from the Braves' 6th, 7th, 8th, and ninth hitters, when you compare the production of that part of the Braves' lineup to the rest of the majors over the past two weeks, the Braves' six through nine hitters as a combined unit has been the best in the majors. Leading, leading the majors when it comes to six through nine production in the order, leading the majors in home runs, leading the majors in walk percentage, leading the majors in OPS, there truly has not been a more productive bottom of the order in the major leagues than the Braves' For the past two weeks, which is a massive turnaround when you consider that through the first two weeks of the season, the Braves had one of the least productive bottom of the orders in the majors. So obviously not sitting here saying that all of a sudden the Braves offense has figured it out. At the end of the day, you want your best players producing at their best to be able to truly find success. But it's nice to see that the Braves are starting to see some of their complementary pieces really start to find their groove. Obviously, Travis Darno. William Contreras taking advantage of his opportunity, Dansby Swanson, a lot of others are really starting to find a bit of success and they're putting it together and that has what has helped the Braves be in a position to over the weekend 
take advantage of being able to get a series win over one of the best teams in the majors in the Milwaukee Brewers. However, as we've stated before, the month of May was always going to be one of the tougher months out of the 2022 schedule for the Braves. And though the Boston Red Sox, who the Braves will be facing over the next two games, though their record right now stands at 10-19, and they certainly have more than enough talent to make this a very competitive series when they come to Atlanta on Tuesday and Wednesday. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So this week offers a pretty odd but, you know, favorable opportunity for the Braves to get some needed rest, reset their bullpen, also be able to take advantage to feature their best arms more often in terms of the actual schedule as the Braves have two off days this week, one yesterday and then one upcoming on Thursday as well. And in between those two games, the Braves were welcome the Boston Red Sox to Atlanta. Now for Boston, you've got a similar story with Boston as you do with the Braves. Overall, Boston at 10 and 19, they, they've certainly not had, you know, they haven't found as much success as Atlanta, but you have two offenses that the results, again, have not met the efforts. In terms of expected results, you've got two above-average offense when it comes to both Boston and Atlanta, or when it comes to efforts, when it comes to doing what they can do, they've done an above-average job. Of, of doing the things that need to be done to produce good offensive results. The results just hasn't just have not followed as of yet. But that doesn't mean that Boston, who just last year were a playoff team in the American League, that doesn't mean that the talent has gone anywhere. This is a team that is fully capable of erupting at any point in time. You certainly just hope that it happens once they leave Atlanta on Thursday. But the other thing that this series does offer is despite... Boston's record, despite overall their offensive struggles, you've got some very intriguing pitching matchups against two pitchers for Boston. With the, you've got two pitching matchups in which you've got four pitchers who have shown intriguing stuff, even if they have run into a bit of struggles, especially when it's in the case of Ian Anderson so far this year. 
But overall, you've got one of the National League's best breakout arms so far this year in Kyle Wright versus an emerging breakout arm in the American League in Garrett Whitlock. Garrett Whitlock has been very, very good so far this season for the Red Sox, while Kyle Wright has been outstanding for the Braves. So we're certainly hoping that Kyle Wright can continue his success, but it's not going to be easy for the Braves to be able to support him as they're facing a very, very talented pitcher who certainly is in the zone early this season in Garrett Whitlock. And then on Wednesday, you're going to be facing, your, the Braves are going to be showing their youth versus veteran craftiness, if you will, from Nathan Eovaldi of the Red Sox. Obviously, Eovaldi has certainly touted very, very impressive stuff many times during his career, though at times he certainly has struggled. Overall, he's been a bit lucky this season so far to start the year, but Ian Anderson also has been a bit more productive as of late when it comes to his overall production as well. The thing that stands out for the Braves, though, in this series is simply this. They need to continue to find offensive success early. Obviously, Ronald Acuna Jr., being in the lineup now consistently, it truly does make a difference. And these built-in off days, these built-in days where he could be a DH in the off days, they really should continue to help for him, obviously, to continue to get as close to 100% as he can be. Though if you asked anyone who's been watching him hit as of late, you have to figure he certainly is near 100%. But the other thing that stands out is this, is that while the bottom of the Braves order has certainly been productive, and it's great to see the overall production of Ronald Acuna Jr., you have to hope at some point in time, the middle of the Braves order starts to find its groove once again. Matt Olson had seemed to be coming alive a bit against the Mets, but did struggle before his bloop double, bloop two RBI double on Sunday against the Brewers. You have to hope maybe he can get a big hit or two during the series. Obviously, the person right now that's struggling the most in the Atlanta lineup is Marcelo Zuna, and it's getting close to time to where I agree with others. If Marcelo Zuna continues to struggle, there's just too many other Braves bats right now that you would want to get to the plate more often with how productive they're being. So though the potential of Marcelo Zuna is among the highest in the Braves lineup, right now the production is just not meeting it. And I'm you're perfectly fine with the top three of Acuna, Olsen, as well as um, Austin Riley. That's perfectly fine for a top three in your order, but when it comes to the bats supporting them, you have to hope Ozuna gets going soon so that he can be able to play to his potential and make the top of the Braves order as legitimate as can, as it can be, especially with the fact that the bottom of the Braves order is performing so well as of now. Another big benefit for the Braves should be that the bullpen will be well-rested after Freed's performance on Saturday, obviously Morton's performance on Sunday. You have to hope that Tyler Matzik continues to hopefully work through his early season struggles, but the Braves' bullpen overall should be well-rested, so if if Kyle Wright or Ian Anderson were to run into any early trouble, the Braves should be able to come to comfort comfort with comfort and confidence, should be able to rely on their bullpen, obviously, to support their young starters. A good opportunity 
for the Braves to ride the momentum that they had over the weekend, continue to find offensive production, continue to be able to not only create scoring opportunities, but convert them into runs, and then hopefully have enough good pitching to where they can limit the Boston offense enough to get early leads and then let the Braves' bullpen go to work. Certainly a good opportunity for the Braves to continue to make up room when it comes to the NL East, get their season back in a groove, and hopefully get a win or two this week as they continue to navigate through a tough May schedule. We'll be right here with you throughout all of the great action here on the Daily Hammer, part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. You can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the Road to Atlanta Podcast all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, on all forms of social media, and on any podcast platform that you enjoy listening to. Just make sure you hit that subscribe button to get all the latest content when it comes to the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name's Sean Cohen. It's always a pleasure to be with you. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Until next time, go Braves! We'll talk to you again tomorrow here on the Daily Hammer. (laughs) 